What's up, everybody? Paul Hickey here with NoOffSeason.com. Welcome to the Sports Card Strategy Show and Tell. This is your show, everybody. You have submitted some great videos today. We've got a lot of great stuff to get into. And three weeks from today, many of you will be hanging out at our booth at the National, booth 3216. I spoke to our guy, Tim Larson, yesterday. We had a good talk. Tim is the uh, original host of the booth with his company and he is so graciously allowing the sports card strategy show and nooffseason.com to invade the booth and crack some slabs for free and uh, do some podcasting create some content from the booth so we want to see all of you we want to know uh what you're picking up at the national and uh any slabs you want us to crack we will crack them for you and if you're not able to make it to the national don't worry we will be creating a lot of content from the show It'll be very interactive, and you'll be able to see it throughout the week. Uh, good morning to Cleo Cards in the house. Good to see you. And uh, we're going to get into some of your submissions today. Sports Card Strategy Show and Tell submissions. First, I want to talk about Graybos, of course, graybos.co. Uh, Graybos is a uh, hobby shop in Richmond, Virginia. Um, they've got amazing singles, wax, graded slabs, Um great 500 square foot shop that they've got going on and they are expanding and uh, we'll have Duke Denny one time Dodson on the sports card strategy show at a later date to, uh, to talk about how they're expanding and what the future plans are, but it's very exciting and you can get 10% off at graybos.co using the promo code strategy 2023. They also break five nights a week on drip and you can get a $15 credit on drip um, for you're, after you make a purchase, uh, you get a $15 credit on Drip by uh, signing up. So we want you to do that. I want you to support Graybos. Of course, don't forget to get unlimited personalized advice at nooffseason.com to build your sports card investment portfolio. Get a free 30-day trial now at nooffseason.com. And all the data that we ever talk about on this show comes from marketmoversapp.com. Get a free 14-day trial plus 20% off for life by using the promo code No off season. We really, really want you to do all of those things and support us. And don't forget the free 30 day trial at nooffseason.com. You, the audience make this show what it is. And so that's why we have the sports card strategy show and tell good morning to Jeff Ulrich in the house from dinged corners. He's getting some slabs ready to bring with him to the national. That's awesome. Can't wait to meet Jeff and everyone else at the national. Who's going to be there. One guy who's going to be there, you know, him, Dr. Crack Chad Gill, he's up first on this edition of the Sports Card Strategy Show and Tell. Let's get right into it. Dr. Crack, what do you have for us? Good morning, Sports Card Strategy Show and Tellers. Uh, because today and every show is your show, you guys ask for it, you get it. The, the uh, pool splashdown will be part of this uh, submission video. So, uh, watch that. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, this is, uh, we're all just trying to have a little bit of fun. So, uh, in my show and tell video today, I am going to do, I'm going to show a few of the cards that I'm purchasing as well as a PSA submission that just came back. Uh, hope you enjoy. Thanks. Have a great day, everybody. I think it was Brian Steele 714 or Borusky who asked Chad to start okay, off. Okay. So the first card I want to show you is one that I've been buying. Uh, been buying. I bought a lot of 20 of the James Wood Bowman Chrome first cards. 
I bought a 20 card lot of the Jackson Cheerio Bowman Chrome first cards. Bought a 20 card lot of the Drew Jones Bowman Chrome first oh, cards. Drew Jones, love that. I've got a few others that are on the way uh, from the recent article that I wrote, uh, as well as now on the reveals. This is a Joe Burrow uh, die cut um, tricolor prism PSA 9. Joe Burrow die cut purple PSA 10. Justin Jefferson die cut purple color match PSA 10. Jalen Hurts, Silver Prism, PSA 10. Spencer Jones, Chrome First, PSA 10. Sal Freelich, Bowman Chrome First Auto, PSA 10. Lamar Jackson, Rookie, um, this is the Rookie Introduction Silver Prism PSA 10. Joe Burrow Mosaic Green PSA 10. Joe Burrow Silver Mosaic PSA 10. Jalen Hurts Silver Prism PSA 9. Justin Jefferson Silver Prism Mosaic. PSA 10, Jalen Hurts, Silver Prism, PSA 9, Jalen Hurts, Silver Prism, PSA 9, Jordan Love, Silver Prism, PSA 10, Tua, Silver Prism, PSA 9, and a Justin Jeffer, Justin Herbert, Silver Prism, PSA 9. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Chad. So you guys probably noticed a lot of Jalen Hurts, uh, Silver Prism, uh, Select Silver Prisms on there. For those of you um, listening on Apple and Spotify, you couldn't really tell that those were Select um, Silver Prism, uh, PSA 10s and PSA 9 of Jalen Hurts. Those come from an article that Chad wrote for NoOffSeason.com where there was a, there's a huge article there on several cards. I think there's like a dozen different cards that you can make money on for Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts cards to make money on. And that particular card that Chad was holding up, I think he had like four nines and a 10 or something like that. Um, that card is mentioned in that article as one of the dozen or so Jalen Hurts cards to buy either raw or slabbed. I think in the article, Chad had them, uh, you could buy them slabbed as an SGC 9.5 or a CSG 9.5 and then crack them and submit them for a PSA 10. And there's a big um, price difference for that. So I actually did make that play myself and it looks like Chad did as well. You saw a lot of Justin Jefferson's in there. He also wrote an article on how to make money buying Justin Jefferson cards. A lot of those cards were in there also. So great work on Chad. He always uh, walks the talk. And um, make sure that anything you read about that Chad Gill writes, he is actually making those plays himself. Um, and so he did allude to um, a Drew Jones card that he bought raw, 20 of them, and submitted them to PSA or was about to submit them to PSA. So what's cool about that is he and Lefty just did an article. If you haven't seen it, 
Go to nooffseason.com today and check out that article. It's the top 16 um, basically ways to make money off of the 2023 Bowman baseball release that just came out. And what's unique about that is typically uh, we don't recommend that you go out and buy cards from a recent release because typically the prices go down uh, after a release comes out. But uh, Bowman baseball is different. Uh, so when you get the opportunity to get Bowman Chrome firsts at a low at a low price point, um, that's a good thing to do. And and typically with with top prospects, uh, their prices go up. So the unique thing about the Bowman 2023 Bowman is that Chad and Lefty and I all agree that uh, those at least those top 16 guys, their prices should go up, or at least most of them, their prices should go up. So I highly encourage you to go check out that article. Um, Chad is again walking the talk and he's got those Drew Jones cards in hand, ready to go and submit to PSA. And so he says, uh, he's in the comments here. Every one of those cards were in articles on how to make money at nooffseason.com. Thank you so much, Chad. Great work. Uh, good morning to Evan Bell in the house. Oh, my shoes in the house. Craig's Cards 11 is here. Good morning. Rocky Empire Sports Cards is here. Uh, really great to see all of you in the live chat on YouTube. And uh, again, if you're listening on Apple and Spotify, we welcome you also. A lot of value here for everyone. Up next on the Sports Card Strategy Show and Tell is our guy from Texas Roadshow Cards, Chase Krim. Chase, take it away, man. Hey, what's up, Sports Card Strategy Show with the host, Paul Hickey, and the rest of the Sports Card Strategy community. Hope everyone's having a good day. Uh, y'all know me by now. I'm Chase. I'm from Texas Roadshow. Um, this week I'm going to show some cards that we've bought in the shop the past probably like week and a half since I last recorded. Uh, one of these cards might have been last week's episode because I don't remember when we bought it. But other than that, everything should be new stuff for y'all. If you're interested in buying any of this stuff, hit us up on Instagram at Texas Roadshow Shop. Uh, but without further ado, just going to show y'all some cards. Dante DiVincenzo, Jalen Brunson, Flawless, Dual Auto out of 10. Collegiate card, but I think one thing that makes our shop different compared to other shops is that we have the Dallas show every two months. So I'm sure other Dallas shops are like this too. But uh, And then Cody will occasionally go to other shows among those. But... um. Because the Dallas show has, is so big and people from across the country come to the Dallas show, um, that kind of gives us the freedom to buy whatever we want. So, like, when you come and sell in our shop, we have a set percentage we buy on. It's the same for every person. Um, and so that kind of gives us the ability to buy a bunch of new stuff, uh, buy anything. So, like, uh, this next card, Rashad White, Prism Gold Vinyl out of five. Gold vinyls are pretty liquid in the higher end community. Um, so like it gives us the freedom to buy something like this and then sell at the Dallas show. Because there's people from across the country here. Uh, as opposed to only selling Dallas local stuff. Uh, this is the card, I, it might have been on last week's, so I don't remember. Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Dual Auto. Pretty cool. Out of seven. Um... This one is a local shop, local card. Uh, dual, one of one, Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott, one of one. 
That one's a pretty cool card. Um, Giannis Select Gold 2017 PSA 10 out of 10. That card looks a lot better in person than it does with the light shining on it. Love that, Giannis. Just letting you know. We bought this raw and then graded it, uh, but Kenny Pickett, uh, we actually bought the redemption for it, got it raw. Ah, nice. Then graded it. Came back a PSA 9, but 10 auto. Cracked eyes are super sought after, so here's a guy that's a bit undervalued in my opinion. Um, and it was probably a safe buy if his franchise was just like a little bit better. Kyler Murray, Silver Prism 9. Like if their management team was just a little bit better, I think Kyler uh, could be really good. This is a cool one that came in the shop this week. Joe Burrow 2020 Optic. That's his rookie year. Gold Vinyl Mythical 1 of 1. So again, we get a lot of cool stuff like this in the shop. And uh, we just tell people the percentage we buy it. And then if they're down, we buy it. If not, then it's fine. Uh, I, we bought this online through Instagram. Justin Fields Ooh, Flawless, Flawless RPA out of 15. BGS 9 with a 10 auto. So card. Next two cards are pretty big cards. These two we both bought online uh, through Instagram. Um, Jason Tatum rookie cracked ice auto. I think I'm gonna be buying Tatum and Luca pretty hard this off season. So if you have any nice. Lucas or Tatums, let me know. It doesn't even have to be high end stuff. Cracked ice out of twenty five rookie auto BGS nine. That might be a that might be a crack and crossover to a PSA nine, but I'll have to look at that in better light. So who knows? That might be uh that might be uh on a future show as a PSA nine. Yeah. I'll we'll let you know what you do. Yeah, and the biggest card I'm gonna show y'all today. The Jason Tatum Flawless RPA Ruby out of fifteen. Number one of fifteen. Be just nine. We bought that on Instagram as well. So That's uh yeah. We bought some of these on and the most of these on the shop, some of them through Instagram. I would highly suggest um, finding alternative ways to buy cards that aren't on eBay. Because uh, you can usually get it at a discounted prices. Because usually, if they're a good dealer, they'd be willing to, to sell at a lower price. Because they don't have to pay like the 13% that eBay takes away like off every sale. Um, and you can find prices even lower than that if you do like cash deals. So... Yeah, just wanted to show y'all. This is so. Uh, uh, besides the big Tatum's, that's usually like the norm for what we see, and as far as shop walk-ins every week. Uh, but yeah, buying Luca, buying Tatum again. If you're interested in buying any of these, hit us. Reach out to us on Instagram. Uh, and we have like a whole bunch of stuff. So if you're ever looking for certain players, feel free to reach out. That's at Texas Roadshow Shop on Instagram. We're also on Twitter. Twitter is at TX Roadshow Shop, I believe. Um, so, yeah, if you're ever looking for anyone in particular, just hit us up. Um, or if you're selling anyone, uh, feel free to hit us up. We're, we're always buying, always selling. Uh, if you're coming to the next Dallas show, 
we will be set up. Uh, we'll be set up with California and Kentucky Roadshow cards. So we have a big Roadshow cards showing out at the next Dallas show. And, of course, I'll be at the National. I'll be at the National from Tuesday through Sunday. Um, so if you're looking for any deals, come by the booth. We'll always have deals. Always be eBay comps. Uh, you can ask Paul. We gave Paul an awesome deal on Jordan Poole uh, last year. So looking forward to seeing all of y'all there. But, Paul, I'm going to hand this off back to you. Thanks, Chase. Yeah, so um, the Jordan Poole card that Chase was talking about was a uh, rookie ticket auto variation on card, and I got it graded. I bought it from Chase for under comps, raw, got it graded. It got a PSA 10 on the card. There's no auto grade. I didn't want to do the auto grade. And uh, auto probably would have graded a 10, but I just didn't want to pay extra for the auto grade. I had it in a, a bulk submission. Um, national special last year, I think at about $15 a card. So got a 10 and it's the single highest, uh, profit that I've made on a, on just one card. So on, on one card, uh, that still is my record courtesy of Texas roadshow shop. Chase is right. It's TX roadshow shop on Twitter, uh, Texas roadshow shop on Instagram, hit them up, let them know that uh, sports card strategy show sent you. And Shoes is going to be there. Shoes is going to be at the Dallas show. So Shoes, when you go check out Chase at the Dallas show, go meet him and, uh, you know, take a photo of each other, take a selfie, take an ussy of each other and um, tag at Sports Card Strategy when you guys post it on Instagram. Um, tag at No Offseason Card when you post it on Twitter. Would love to see the love of the sports card strategy show family, the nooffseason.com family meeting up at the Dallas card show. Anyone else going to the Dallas card show? Make sure you go check out chase Craig's cards. 11 agrees on Luca. He has several Tatums may look to move them at the national move them to chase. Chase is buying. They'll give you a good deal. Uh, they do great work at Texas roadshow shop. So good work, chase. All right. Up next, um, a familiar name to me, a new face to you. John Keller has submitted a phenomenal PSA reveal. Buckle up. It's a long one, but I did view most of this before the show just to make sure John had a good use of his time here. And believe me, he did. This is a really, really cool PSA reveal from John Keller. Thank you, John, for this submission. And thank you for your upcoming help at the national. John was the first reply to the call to action that I set out to the nooffseason.com sports card strategy show family to come help intern at the national. So John will be at our booth, one of our interns at booth 3216. John, you're up. Show us what you got from PSA, man. Hello, everybody. It's John Keller. This is my first video for sports card strategy podcast and nooffseason.com. Um, I decided that this might be interesting for the viewer because I am far from an expert um, in terms of the sports card field. I'm not a dealer. I'm really more of a collector than an investor. Um, I live in the Chicago area. I've been interested in sports cards, more baseball cards than anything else all my life. Um, and probably the last six or eight years, I've gotten reinvigorated with it. Um, I'm a White Sox. I'm a Chicago sports fan, mostly uh Bears, White Sox, Bulls, and um, I have built a nice collection of Sox, Young, we were hoping for stars, uh, cards in the past six or eight years, tons of Yoan Mancata, Eloy Jimenez, 
um, Luis Robert, Andrew Vaughn. So some of those have um, aged fairly well, some not much at all. Um, but still holding on to them. Don't really, you know, I'm certainly aware of the value and the scarcity and things like that. But I was much more interested in just getting the cards, not worried about, you know, having them graded or buying them already graded. And so then in the past year, probably more like eight months, um, as I watched Bears games, I became convinced that Justin Fields was very dynamic and had a chance to be a real star. The Bears are starting to build around him. So I started selling some of my older cards, trading whatnot, and accumulating his uh, 2001 Panini Prism uh, rookie cards and have um, built up a nice uh, variety of them. Um, and so what I've done is I had 10 or so previously that were graded when I bought them. And this is my first ever submission to PSA. I have three orders in. Well, I got this order. I have two other orders in right now. This one is the one that is, I think, all Justin Fields cards. Most of them, not all, but most of them being Panini Prism cards. They're all different. There are no duplicates. Some are worth not too much, but I decided why not just get them all uh, graded by PSA. I think this was the $19 special. And, um, you know, I have a feeling, and I think this probably applies to a lot of the, the viewers and listeners, that some will not get great grades. I'm certainly not an expert in terms of like being able to assess what, how well they'll be graded. I avoided, you know, cards that looked poor when I was buying them off eBay or wherever. Some are a little, um, uh, probably a little off center, but that's the only real issues I could tell. And I think that's probably common with people that aren't um, experts in terms of submitting them. So we'll see what happens. Here's some of my um, cards that I already, uh, uh, fields cards that I already have graded. Um, this is the only one that doesn't have a good grade. That's an eight. Um, and, but you can see, uh, that's a green ice. That's a tough one to get. Purple Pulsar. I believe these are all nine, except I'll have one that's a 10. Uh, green Scope. Uh, purple Power. This is a tough one. White Sparkle. That's a nine. That's a cool one. Um, another nine with a red, which is uh, retail only. Very tough to find. This is a Navy Camo. That's out of 25. These are all nines. I have one that's a 10. I'll wait on that one a second. Uh, snakeskin. Um, and then this is the lowest numbered I have. This is the red and yellow. This is out of eight. And those are all nines other than the one orange. And this is a 10, the black and red checker. So that's a um, nice one to have. I don't know if any of these submissions will be that. Um, obviously, it'd be nice, but I'm not expecting it. And then I do have a few uh, that are being graded that I will unbox here in a minute that are the Chronicle Prisons. This is the red out of 99. All right, so I just um, cut open the package, and it's two boxes. So let's get to it. Um, I'll just see which i don't know if they have them in the order that i submitted them or how this works but i'm just cutting these open right now and we'll see what we got hoping for 
decent um, grades, but you know, to be honest, I'm not really expecting that to be spectacular. And um, I don't know. I mean, I that would be nice, but really, for me, it was more having the cards and building the collection. Um, yeah, I might get at some point um, where I want to sell them or trade them or whatever. And obviously, you know, that's important to have the best grades for the value. But that wasn't my um, concern when I kind of started this. Okay. All right. So here we go. Here's box one. And let's get them out. So in this box, I think this is my starting at least with the low end, which is good. Let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. So there's 15 in here. So that's probably um, similar to what we're going to see. Okay, first one is a 10. It's a PSA 10, no yes. huddle, uh, disco. And this is a fairly tough one to find. So that was a 10. Nice. Uh, second one is a laser... Um, that's a nine. Next one is just the base one. So I guess these seem to be like kind of in no particular order because um, this was either my first or last. I either graded them for highest value to, to lowest or vice versa. This is just the regular prism. That's a 10. So that's, you know, that's nice. That's something. Um, actually, that's not the prism. That's just the base card. This is the prism, the silver prism. It's a nine. Very cool. Purple Prism, which is out of 125. That's a nine. So I, I'm pleased so far. I mean, for buying these cards raw and not being particularly picky, I tried to, especially the more I spent, the, the more I would pay some attention to the condition. Nines and even one tens. I like it. Or two tens, I guess, right? Um, okay, this is No Huddle Pink. This is a low-numbered one. This is out of a, uh, this is a nine, graded nine. This is out of 15. Sorry, I know there's some glare there. Sweet, uh, out of 15 is tough, tough, tough to find any of those that are that low numbered. Um, this is the black and white checkerboard. Um, that's a nine. This is a tough one to find that is centered well um, because of the way, I, you know, I had the black and red um, that's a 10. You can see how difficult it would be to center that with the, um, yeah. and be able to tell that pretty obviously, I suppose, with the way the card's designed. Um, this is a Chronicles, black and green, another nine. Um, the greens are out of 49. Um, I've been trying to get a blue one, and a couple times I bought it, and um, various issues with the eBay authentication, and one where uh, the person just didn't send it. I got my money back both times, but it's tough. And the gold ones go for like literally like fifteen hundred dollars, which are out of ten. The, even the Chronicle golds, it's crazy. Um, all right, so this is a uh, red wave, and that's a nine as well. That's out of one forty nine. This is a Hyper Prism, which is out of 175. That's a 9. So it looks like we're pretty consistently getting, well, everything's been a 9 or a 10 so far. This is a Blue Wave, which is out of 199. That, again, is a 9. Um, I'd be interested to talk to somebody about um, the price of something that's raw that looks good when you're buying it versus a 9 or an 8 or whatever, like, is that a similar value? Um, whatever. All right, here's one that is a problem, and I'm not really sure why. This is a 
black and purple, which is out of 199, and that's only a five. And to be honest, looking at it, I don't at all see the issue. So I'll have to take that to somebody to tell me what's wrong with this card that it's getting only a, a nine. I know that's not the, all the glare. It's hard to see that. Email me. What a could be the issue on the card? But it's, I don't know. There's the back of it. And it looks like basically every other card that's gotten a nine or even a 10 for me. So I'll have to look that over a little more, but. I'm going to pause John real quick. So John, so far, this is phenomenal. Thank you so much for this. It's super fun. I agree with Jeff and other people in the comments saying this is fun to see you uh, do the reveal of your Justin Fields uh, PSA submission on your way to being a Justin Fields super collector for sure. Um, typically when I've gotten a five or a six on a card that I think uh, otherwise was pretty much should have been a nine at, at minimum. It's typically due to a surface uh, flaw of some sort that I was unable to pick out or I didn't use my centering tool or my um, 10 times magnifier properly. Um, didn't see the surface flaw. Didn't see that it maybe it wasn't up, down, centered correctly. Uh, you can get you can get dinged down to a, as low as a six on a up really bad up down centering. Um, I've had that happen to me. Um, typically there might also be a surface flaw on a card. Um, John, uh, Chad's in the, uh, Chad's in the comments saying maybe, maybe bring it into, uh, the national and we'll find out why, uh, why you got a five. So bring it with you to the national. John's going to be at the national. Like I said, he lives in the Chicago area, so he'll be there every day with us at the booth. Um, Anyway, John, just wanted to pause you there for the audience just to comment real quick on why you may have gotten a five, but I agree with Chad. Either send us a picture, email me a picture, or bring it to the National, and we'll help you out. Um, and we'll also talk you through the value, your, your question on the value of a raw card versus uh, what you would pay for a PSA 9. Uh, so, all right, John, back to you. Um, anyway, uh, this is a no auto blue. This is a nine. This is a tough one out of tough one to find. That's out of 79. Uh, this is a neon green pulsar number uh, out of nine. And here's kind of the uh, silver uh, chronicle. I like that. Um, so not the base card, but silver prism and a uh, black and silver. It's called. And that's out of a nine. So. All those, except with the one exception, did quite well. I, I in terms of like my expectations, um, you know, I, I I don't know the percentage of modern cards like this that gets sent in. I'm starting to open up my second box that gets sent in that are graded nine or higher, or whatever, uh, or tens. You know, is that a twenty percent hit rate? Is that higher or lower? I'm not sure. So to get two uh, tens is uh, beyond my expectations, I think. And then to have the, um, all, all the rest, at least a nine, I, I have to be pretty happy with that. All right, so here's the second box. Um, I know the one that I had that was out of 15, the pink no huddle was the lowest number I had. Um, but I think there's some other pretty good ones mixed in here in this other box. But when they send it back to you, obviously, it's in. it seems to me it's obvious that um, they're in a little different order. Yeah, they're in random order. Uh, typically for me, they're in random order when I uh, get my cards back. They're not in the order that I submitted them in, which is kind of weird that PSA does that. They do everything else uh, very 
detail oriented, but they send your cards back in a random order. That's fine. Um, John mentioned pop count basically uh, is what he's, he's talking about or gem rate. So if you go to psacard.com slash pop P O P um, you can type in a card and you can eventually search around and get to its gem rate. So that's what he was. He was asking like he wasn't sure about the the rate of Justin Fields cards that he should expect. And that's actually exactly what Chad writes about. So if you go to nooffseason.com, um, pretty much in every single one of Chad's articles, he's breaking down the expected gem rate on a bulk submission. So um, I know John is in a situation where he said he's a collector more than he is flipping these. So it's like he's he he's excited with a higher grade on a Justin Fields card, but it's not like he's in it to essentially flip these and make money. So um I would say maybe he would have still had all of these graded, but I, I would say had had he or or you, this is really more for you guys out in the audience, not necessarily John in in hindsight, but for you guys out in the audience, if you're looking to do something like John's doing, I would highly recommend that you check the gem rate at psacard.com slash pop and you understand, is it a good play for you to submit, um, say, a bunch of 2021 Justin Fields prism cards uh, or what it, you know, does, uh, does say Mac Jones or um, Trey Lance or one of the other quarterbacks from that class have a higher gem rate than Justin Fields. Um, this is very important to think about when you're buying raw and submitting the PSA in a bulk submission, who has the highest gem rate. Now, again, like I said, it's probably not as relevant to John because he would have bought these uh, Justin Fields cards anyway, and probably had them graded. Um, I agree with Rocky Empire Sports Cards, by the way, in the comments here says, if they send out something less than an eight, they should send an explanation. Five is aggressive. I agree. And that's what, um, you know, I don't get paid by any grading company. I wish that I did. But uh, if any grading company out there wants to pay me to uh, promote their stuff, I'd be happy to take a look at that. But right now, I'm uh, completely neutral on everything. Uh, I just go by what the market says, and the market says PSA uh, sells for the most. So that's why I get everything graded at PSA. But um, TAG, TAG gives an explanation for everything. So if you're wanting to go with a grading company that really does give an explanation for everything. Um, tag would be the one to go, to go with, in my opinion, but uh, uh, more on that to come, uh, hopefully in future episodes. John, back to you as you're opening up the next box. Than um, what I submitted them um, with. All right, so looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Okay, so there's uh, 30 again in here. Um, all right, so here's the first one. This is a Chronicles black and orange. This is out of 75. So this is an eight. So two of my Chronicles have got the two lowest grades. Um, again, I'm looking at this one. I don't, I can see the centering high and low is a little off, but not bad. Certainly no worse than the other one. So, you know, PSA by most people's standards is the, most valuable um and holds the most value with the grading companies but it is nice with beckett um i'll be the first to say when you can tell the four different types of grades and other some of the other companies do that as well so i'm not really sure why those are being dinged i will say at nooffseason.com uh in the sports card strategy podcast that we're going to be at the national and um, I don't know if this, this will apply to me, maybe, but uh, with some of those grades I have, 
um, they will uh, crack your slabs so you can resubmit them. The, the PSA can grade them there, and so that might be something nice. Now, here's another one that's a little lower than I wanted. This is a prism orange. Um, I guess the orange wave was the one I had previously that was a, a eight. This is another eight. This is out of 249. Looks pretty good to me. I'll have to examine that a little more. Um, okay, this is a pink. This is out. Uh, this is not numbered. This is out of nine. It is odd to me that with the prisms, some of them, many of them are not numbered, and some of them that are quite rare that people speculate may have print runs of 50 or below, 25 or below, maybe even 10 or below are not numbered. I'm not really sure what the strategy is with um, Prism with that, uh, why Panini would decide to number some but not others. But anyway, uh, this is a no huddle red. This is out of 50 and that is a nine. Okay, that's a tough one to get. This is the one that was not um, either a Panini Prism or Chronicles Prism. This was a Panini Playbook Holo. This got a 10. Um, I really like this card. I don't think it's all that particularly valuable. I believe I saw one go on eBay a couple days ago for like $55. I don't remember if it was graded or not. Um, so I just thought it was cool with the um, logos covering it and, and whatnot and That's so pretty sweet i like in fact that. it got a 10 it's pretty nice um this is a prism black um uh, chronicles uh that is a nine so that's kind of the base card there of the chronicles oh this is nice this is a green and this has got a psa 10 let's go for the 10 uh this is so that's my i think third or fourth 10 i gotta look back uh, this is a purple ice. This is a nine. And the purples are out of 225. Purple ice are out of 225. I don't know uh, how many people are, you know, especially uh, collecting the prisms, but uh, I think the ice cards look the best. The, you know, the red, the green, the purple, the blue. Um, Blue is out of 99, and I have been chasing that, but the prices are crazy for that. So um, I think once I get the blue, I might have all the ices. Um, this is the Disco Prison. This is out of nine. This has got a PSA 9. Here's the Orange Ice. Not particularly rare. You see a lot of these. Uh, this one got a 10, though. All right. Just as Shoes was saying. To not get numbered. Tens, yes. Uh, this is a light blue prism. This got a 9. Not numbered. Sorry, I know the glare. It's hard to I experiment. I couldn't really find a way around that. No need to apply. This is the silver prism variation, a photo variation. It's got a nine. I like that. Not particularly hard, hard to find that. Those are hard. This one, I think, is the one I mentioned earlier. It was hard to find that this one is actually a little harder. This is the variation no huddle. This is nine. I uh, got a nine. So let's see. I have, well, I'll wrap it up here uh, at the end. Okay, well, this is not good. That's interesting. This got a two. So that's a red ice, and these are not hard to find. So I can easily replace that. But boy, a two. I don't know. There may be some scratches on the surface. Yeah. Um, but just looking at it like there, like that, uh, the centering's a little off, but not god awful. And the back seems fine. 
and the corners and the edges. I don't know. I'll have to look at that too. That's kind of crazy. And then my last one is a red, white, and blue. Hey, 4th of July coming up. Uh, and that is out of nine. And so looking back at it, let's see. The two Chronicles got lower grades, one in eight and one in five. Two of, two of the Chronicles, the other ones did fine. And then I had one that uh, one of the prisms that got an eight and then one that got a two. Everything else was a nine or a 10 though. Um, so out of 30 cards. So four poor grades, 26 good grades. And what, I think maybe four of those were 10s. So that's interesting. I'll have to look at these a little more. Why the 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 ones that were so poorly graded were that way? Um, I can pretty easily the, the ones that got a poor grade. None of those are particularly hot, hard to find, so I can replace those pretty easily. Um, and um, you know, now most I, I bought a forest camo recently that I sent in to be slab, but I think that's all the ones I have. I'm, you know, there's some that are impossible to get the, the golds and the vinyls and, you know, there's a handful of other ones, but it's a pretty nice collection overall of the um, prisms. And so hoping Justin Fields comes through. Uh, but my question will be if he gets a lot of, hype which he has been in off season but if this continues into the preseason do i make a decision to sell some of these at that point ebay fees are crazy out of control how would i do that um but i'll have to make a decision is this somebody that i think is going to have a long strong winning career in chicago and hold on to them or sell them at the right time and that's hard for me because it's hard to sell cards when um you know at the right point because that's when your player is doing so well and you certainly don't want to do that so anyway we'll see what happens all right hope you enjoy enjoyed it i know it was rather lengthy but um hopefully you know kind of interesting in, in, interesting video for you to check out my first ever psa submission i'm pretty pleased with the results thanks John, first ever PSA submission reveal. I'm honored that you sent that into the Sports Card Strategy Show and tell you did a great, great, great job. Um, very cool cards. Uh, I had fun watching them, and it looks like a lot of our audience members did as well based on the feedback from the comments. I will say that um, some of the best advice that I've ever heard related to your last question there is to um, pick out maybe like a third of those cards uh, it could be, you know, a bunch of the ones that uh, were the lower grades. It could be the ones, it, it could be the opposite of that. It could be the ones that you uh, got the highest grades on and and the ones that are thus selling for the most amount of money. And to maybe take a third of them, I'm, I'm just throwing out a number, like a third uh, of the cards to sell in August and try to recoup um, maybe your part of your initial investment back. Um you know, I think that that type of move puts you in a position where then the cards that you are, con you know, continuously holding are essentially house money. Um, so you would need to, what I would do if I were you and I can help you do this is like run, run the numbers, right? So go through all of those Justin Fields cards throughout the summer and put them into a spreadsheet and look at the most recent sales data on eBay and on 130 point and um, put, you know, put the most recent comps or creating your own comps, which we can also help you do, um, into a spreadsheet and then essentially maybe come up with some of the cards, highlight the cards on that spreadsheet that you are willing to sell, um, 
and come up with a number, total number that would be equal to or close to your initial investment, including the grading fees. Um, that will give you a, a window into if you sold those cards that are highlighted on your spreadsheet, um, you could recoup your initial investment back or at least close to it. And then you could um, be playing with house money, uh, so to speak, with the rest of those cards. I think that um, you know a lot of people have, have given that advice on this show. Um, and I think that's probably the smartest thing you can do. I know that's something Chad does. I mean, people like Mosaic Farmer Joe come to mind. I know Kendall has said that quite a bit. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the, um, you know, Andy Kaysen, a lot of the smarter guys that we've had on the show have uh, given that advice. So we really appreciate it. Um, Chad also says that he agrees with me and that a two has to have a crease. Uh, great job, John. Uh, Jeff Ulrich says, speaking of creases, Chad, I'm looking at this for tonight. It's beautiful, but there's a small crease in the back. Does that disqualify it from getting a PSA five if I cracked it? Um, so, uh, you know, John, uh, Jeff, great, great question there in the chat. Hopefully Chad can come back and answer, um, Rocky empire sports cards. Um, Curious to see if your results are in line with the percentage from PSA. Awesome video. Every, everyone's getting giving John some love. Great work. Chad says, don't let money interfere with your collecting. You can do both. But I think if John's looking to, you know, if you're, I see what Chad's saying, but if you're, if you're nervous about the amount of money that you have into those Justin Fields cards, the reality is that even though you might be a collector, um, there's a very strong reality that Justin Fields could, you know, peter off into nothing into a nothing career you know as much hype as he has and as much upside as there is and as much as i like justin fields personally as a player and i don't think this will happen there is always a huge risk of injury there is always a huge risk that a guy just underperforms we saw i mean rg3 comes to mind um with what happened with his career even andrew luck same draft class obviously andrew luck you know um some of these can't miss guys miss and so then what are their what are their cards worth and so i think that if you were to diversify a bit and get some of that money back it could make you feel better about whether or not you're holding great 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 call by jeff Ulrich, vince young that's a great call vince young uh in the chat so anyway uh, appreciate everybody's uh support there of john great work john up next uh with his second submission to the sports card strategy show and tell we haven't heard from him in a while he's been emailing me i pushed him to submit something this week and i think he did a great job and i think there's something near and dear to my heart in here and i'll explain matt esterman you're up man matt what do you got for us today thanks paul hi sports card strategy nation i'm matt esterman and this is my sports card strategy show and tell for you today In one of the first episodes that I listened to from the Sports Card Strategy Show, Lefty mentioned a pretty well-known quarterback playing in Jackson State. His name, Shador Sanders. He recommended everybody go out and pick up a couple of his autos. So I went out on eBay, started picking up some Shador Sanders. Recently, I started getting them graded in preparation for football season coming up this August. All the cards you're going to see are different cards. Duplicates of the same card, all being graded. I'm picking up as many as I can, and basically, I probably have the largest collection of Shador Sanders cards in the country. These are his base cards with no auto. 
Yeah, I talked about this in five of those episode a long time ago. Left These are his out of four hundred blue auto. This is awesome. I love it, Matt. Three still yet to be graded. And then these just coming back from PSA. I'm super hype about this, Matt. These are out of 400 blue ink. Nine total blue autos. The green auto is out of 50. Recently picking up these two in a combo deal off eBay. And these two recently coming back from PSA. Because they're paper cards, lots of nines, all nines, and a few eights. And then the red auto, which is out of 25. Nice. I'm still in search of one more Shador Sanders. There is a black ink auto that is out of five that I've yet to find. I've reached out to all the big names in the industry, have them looking for me, Looked on eBay, and now I'm going out to one of the best podcast families out there for sports card collecting. You guys. If you can help me find the Shador Sanders Black Auto out of five, I will gladly give you one of my blue autos out of 400 as a reward. If I can close that deal with the person that owns that Black Auto. So I can complete the Shador Sanders Rainbow. If anybody is interested, please reach out to me in, in purchasing one of these. If you know someone who has the Black Auto, please reach out to me. You can reach me on Instagram at cards underscore according the number two me. Back to you, Paul. Matt, I love it, man. Nothing makes me happier than when stuff like this happens. Where So this was like, I'll give you guys more context around this. So... This was like a, a year and a half ago ish. Um, I put out, uh, you know, Lefty and I were talking on a podcast, obviously, Sports Card Strategy Show. And I put this out there. Basically, the concept is like you have to be super early on plays in order to make money if you're if it's just a regular flip right like we've talked in more recent months about other ways to make money flipping sports cards related to cracking slabs or grading but this was back when grading was still sort of slower and we needed to get super creative with ways to make money flipping sports cards and this is where i went into shadur sanders was at jackson state um very few people still knew who he was, but I think I had just seen a Super Bowl ad with he and his brother and his dad, Coach Prime, in it. And it would have been the Super Bowl um, with the the Bengals and Rams, I believe. So about a year and a half ago. And I said the lefty on the show, I did a little bit of research around these Onyx autos. At the time, they were the only Shadur Sanders card. I think they're probably still the only investable Shadur Sanders cards. And they're on-card autos, like Matt just showed you. Uh, blue out of 400, uh, green out of 50, and red out of 25. And then there is uh, five black ones. And so, black ink. And so... I said to Lefty, like, look, these at the time they were like 20 bucks. And I was like, we, we need to buy up as many of these Shadur Sanders or at least advise the audience to buy up as many of these Shadur Sanders Onyx Auto, Blue Autos out of, 
uh, out of 400 for 20 bucks because these will easily be like these will easily 5x when he's a first round draft pick a couple of years from now. Um, so since then, he's obviously transferred to Colorado. Um, people have heard that episode like matt and have bought that card um the prices of those cards have gone up significantly they've already gone up to really like it's it's hard to get one of those blue autos for less than a hundred dollars now raw um there's probably very few of them that have been graded so kudos to matt for getting his graded i i maintain that uh NFL draft season 2024, you will be able to sell raw and graded Shadur Sanders on card Onyx autos um, for, you know, more, I would say between $100 and $200 for the blue. I would say significantly uh, more than that for the green and the red and, of course, the black. It's going to be obviously very, very hard to find the black. I'd be very curious to see who is holding the black Shadur Sanders out of five autos or where they even exist. Love that Matt threw that out there. Um, I, I just bought uh, Shadur Sanders. I, I wanted to get in on my own play, so I just bought one. I, I actually did not buy them when I should have bought them, but I did buy one uh, more recently for less than $100 because I know that they're going to sell for more than $100 uh, in 2024. And uh, I did buy a blue one for for just under a hundred a hundred dollars. But if you think about Lefty buying his for twenty um, back when I originally made that call, um, these are the kinds of things that we help you do. It's very very exciting to uh, to see Matt participate in that. Uh, hopefully we can help Matt get the out of five. And um, Rocky Empire Sports Cards is excited uh, about uh, Colorado Colorado Buffs. Uh, he says the prices since Coach Prime and and Shadur and his brother have joined. Uh, prices are now like the Broncos game. So the hype is real. Get in on Shadur Sanders. Um, all right, up next we've got uh, we've got three more submissions. One of them is Lonnie Conley. I saw Lonnie Conley in the uh, chat live chat a few minutes ago. LJC, what's up? Great contributor to the show. Um, he says, um, I was inspired to send you uh, a really great example of marketing your cards. Uh, I found this Brady in a box about six to eight months ago, a box at a show. I got the price down to $8, and you can see that the regular view of it is not all that stunning, but I knew that the foil would pop in a light box and that this card uh, was in no way gradable. It sold for $35 this past week. Take out the eBay fees, and I net $22.87. The pick popped in the light box, as you can see. I'm going to show it to you here in a second, even with the edges and corners looking rough. So $30.87 after eBay fees, initial investment, $8. Uh, $22.87 is a 285% ROI. Lonnie Conley says rinse and repeat. So uh, I'm going to show you guys. uh, This is, this is Lonnie's uh, Brady card that he's talking about. And uh, if you recall, he mentioned a light box in last week's submission and he was showing cards in the submission. These are cards that he's previously showed that are now in the light box. And you can see that they definitely look, uh, very, very nice. So, so Lonnie, basically what Lonnie's saying here is when you find raw cards for cheap at a card show and you think that they're going to pop in a light box and make a better photo, uh, it definitely makes sense to, to use the light box to take photos of your cards and, um, and then list them on eBay and you can make a profit. So that's Lonnie's sports card strategy. And if you're wondering, um, 
what light box to buy, just go to nooffseason.com and in the top uh, navigation of the website, um, you will see, I'm actually going to show this to you right now for those of you watching. Uh, let's do this. And you can see this is nooffseason.com. So when you go up to the top under sales tools, just click light box and buy it right there. This is the light box that Lonnie uses. And uh, just go to uh, go to nooffseason.com, hover over sales tools, click light box, and then buy it right there and you'll be good to go. And uh, Lonnie, thank you so much for uh, that tip and for sharing this on the Sports Card Strategy Show and Tell. Up next, we've got Rocky Empire Sports Cards. Andrew, take it away, my man. Morning Sports Card Strategy Show and Tell audience. Paul, Chad, rest of the gang, hope everybody's doing well. Had a good 4th of July. My name is Andrew. I go by Rocky Empire Sports. And it's my second submission to the show and tell. Hopefully, I have a pretty exciting video for you. So, um, I wanted to talk about first to start my eBay store and share with you some of the uh, numbers from my first month back selling. Um, second, I wanted to show you this cool thing that I found on Instagram, a little hobby product, and wanted to then show you a break I did in June and show you some of the hits that I got from that. And to finish up, I had a couple of questions on some of my cards that, yeah, would love to hear some opinions about. So here we go. So before I get started diving into the numbers, just a quick shout out, thank you to the show. Uh, before I started following the show, listening to the show, um, I was afraid of doing everything wrong and almost like afraid to sell the cards. I was kind of like annoyed at the hobby because I was an uneducated person with FOMO when I got back into it at the height of the pandemic and wound up buying a bunch of wax that uh, I probably wouldn't buy if I had a second chance, but I I wound up with cards that, you know, I didn't, didn't quite trust myself to sell. Not that they're great, but it was almost like, um, felt like a failure in some senses. But now I, I have this like new mission purpose to sell all this stuff and start getting into making plays and turning it around. So that's... That's my own personal goal, is to take all this inventory that I have and uh, flip it and turn it into something that, you know, that I do want, want to own or uh, just keep trading up. So, thank you. Alright, so I got the numbers pulled up here on the screen now. Did 15 sales. Uh, $503 in total sales. I was pretty happy. I know this is supposed to be a uh, more quiet time for sales or a little bit slower than usual. So uh, that was pretty encouraging. I uh, got some Corbin Carroll. Uh, I got only one that was lost by the mail. That's the $0 Anthony Richardson uh, pink refractor there. But uh, I'm working through an eBay claim. Maybe we can talk about how to do that better sometimes. Um, I'm pretty happy with the prices I sold everything for. I did research. Uh, I think everything was pretty fair. I sold one as a lot. In total, there was 10 baseball, 5 football. Um, I saw, I noticed that 1 of 1s go pretty quickly. Uh, I sold two 1 of 1 cards there. Uh, yeah, so I was pretty happy with it overall.
Okay, so for this next part, I wanted to show off this product that I got on Instagram. Uh, I, the guy sent it to me for free for just liking and sharing the post and everything. So card cradle. Um, it pretty cool little thing to hang up some slabs. Here's a quick picture. It sends you everything you need to hang it up. But yeah, I always like trying out new stuff and thought this was pretty cool. So I thought I would share it. Okay. So I wanted to share some of the hits from a break I did in June, a little Father's Day treat to myself. And I used to break a lot more. I love gambling. Uh, I love the crossover aspect of gambling when you know uh, buying into a break. But um, since I started selling, I'm, I'm being disciplined to selling until I have enough to buy again. So this was the last break I'm going to do for a little while. So I wanted to go over uh, some of the hits. I think I did pretty well. Um, and here I'll share the format and uh, some of the prices. So this break was a baseball break. It was a pick your team seven box mixer. Um, I chose the Yankees, the Braves, and the Padres, and I was all in for a little under 300 with shipping. It was two boxes of Top Series 2 Hobby Jumbo. There was two boxes of Panini 3 and 2 Baseball, and two Mystery Repack boxes, which had one slab each and one box of Topps Brooklyn uh, collection from 2021. Um, so like I said, Yankees, Padres, and Braves, and here are a uh, couple of the bigger hits I had. All right, first card we're gonna see, Anthony Volpe out of the 23 Topps Jumbo, uh, gold foil. Uh, this card's doing pretty well on uh, market movers right now. Um, last sale was just under 55 bucks. Trending down, he's not playing so hot. I mean, he's hitting a little bit better, but I'm gonna send this away to get graded. It looks pretty good. And um, hopefully I can sell it on an upswing. Next up out of one of those mystery boxes is this PSA 10 Aaron Judge rookie card out of the 2017 Topps Chrome. Uh, super high pop, but not a card I'm upset to own. I uh, hope obviously trending down as it should. He's hurt, but Good card to hold and uh, wait for better days for Judge. Next up, we got this beauty. Uh, Ronald, out of the Topps Brooklyn collection, Ronald Acuna yeah, Jr. autograph out of 10. Purple border. Uh, this card is really, really pretty. Um, just a good looking card. Sales are all over the place. Uh, not, I couldn't find anything for the purple border specifically. Um, there's only one graded, but I saw that the one of one in a PSA 9 did about 285, so I'm not sure what this one's going to end up with, but uh, happy to hit it in a break for sure. Next up, we got this beauty, uh, Ron. Last but not least, out of the Panini 3 and 2 for the Padres, little Jackson Merrill one of one, four patch, uh, quad patch uh, autograph. Uh, Jackson Merrill, the 11th overall prospect in baseball, number one for the Padres. Uh, this is just a cool card. I don't have any comps on this or anything, but this will be a nice hold for when he gets called up. I apologize for how long I'm going this morning, so I'll try to hurry up. My last segment that I have for you is, uh, I just want to show two cards that I'm going to crack and resubmit. This first one, 2016 Vlad Guerrero, uh, Bowman's Best Autograph. Uh, question on this one is, 
When you're looking at a Beckett grade that you're going to send to PSA, which subgrades do you look at most? Um, this card for me looks terrible in the BGS holster. The corner of the autograph grade is starting to peel up, so I want to get this one uh, uh, in, a new, in a new outfit. So my last card up that I want to show you is this Ronald Acuna Orange 2019 Future Stars Autograph out of 25. Uh, as you can see, the auto has a 9, and that makes me not very happy. Um, it looks it looks terrible, I think. Uh, I think that just by getting rid of the auto grade, I think that it would inherently increase the value of this card. Uh, I'm kind of curious of what everybody else thinks. If anybody has any opinions on what, where to resubmit this, should I just send it back to PSA after I crack it out? Pray that somebody gives it a 10? Thanks. So that's it. Yeah, real quick video today. Sorry for how long it was. I will definitely work on uh, brevity and tightening things up. But hope you enjoyed it. I really uh, had a lot of fun making it. So thanks, everybody. Yeah, man. Check out Rocky Empire sports cards everywhere. Um, Instagram, eBay, uh, Twitter, and uh, YouTube, of course. So Rocky, great, great, great video. Um, the four-part submission. Love it. Do not apologize uh, for being long. I mean, you got to, it's, it's, it's valuable. I mean, everything you put out there is super valuable and uh, we're all thrilled with it. Everyone in the, in the chat is, uh, is pumped about it. And I'm happy to kind of quickly answer some of your questions and we can elaborate on this on the overflow show where we're going to be uh, answering all of our premium member questions uh, starting uh, next week. Um, so I would say that for Beckett, for me, I'm looking at all of the subgrades to be honest with you. And I'm looking at like, what, what price did I pay? Um, what price would I pay for the Beckett and what, uh, projected lowest possible grade based on the subgrades would I get at PSA? And then would that floor be worth the risk of the upside, um, and the grade that I'm trying to achieve? I would say that though, if I had to prioritize, I would probably prioritize centering, then corners, then edges, then surface, um, in that order. Chad might have a different response. We can we can take his response on a future show, or if he he might throw something in the chat here. But uh, I think that's a great question. On the Acuna question, you're right. You could the auto grade at a nine could be lowering that grade because it's a top certified autograph issue. Um, you don't need the auto grade, in my opinion, and because the card is a nine, that could also be lowering the grade of that card. So I would check to see if there are any comps of that card uh just raw completely raw and see if the comps of that card completely raw are significantly higher um then cracking it and selling it raw could be a play um i think you have to be careful though i like your thought at cracking it and submitting it to maybe just get the card grade although i don't know that a nine card with no auto grade would actually increase the value or at least increase it enough to justify the additional grading fee and shipping that would come along with all of that. So all things considered on the Acuna, I would do that research. If you find that there's really limited upside, I would just keep it and sell it as is because it's already safely in a slab. It's already a great looking card. A nine, nine isn't going to totally kill it. 
Um, and so, yeah, great, great submission. And like Chad says in the comments, uh, this is your show. Take all the time you need. Uh, absolutely. So all submissions welcome. Um, Chad prioritizes corners, centering, edges, surface. So I said centering first, then corners, then edges, then surface. Chad and I kind of have corners and centering um, mixed, uh, swapped actually, which makes sense because I think PSA can be, in my experience, a little bit forgiving on the centering. For example, I had an Anthony Edwards 2020 Prism Silver HGA 9.5 that I bought that I believe had a nine centering. And then other, like, I think it had nine, five subgrades everywhere else. And this is HGA. And I think that got a PSA 10. So it's possible to um, have a nine on centering, I believe, at Beckett and still get a PSA 10 if you have nine, five or up some 10 subgrades. Uh, obviously, the most, the most amount of uh, 10s and nine, fives on the subgrades, the better. Um, but uh, that's a captain obvious statement by me. Hopefully that makes sense. Rocky Empire, thanks for your submission. All right. Um, bringing us home, you know, the man, you know, you know, the MO of all my shoes. So he's going to bring us home. But first, because shoes has to bring us home every week, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to share a submission, um, that came in via Instagram and that is, uh, on Instagram, our premium packs have been going out to our, to our paid members. So when you pay at nooffseason.com to become a premium member, you get a free premium pack. And in the premium pack can be some really cool stuff. So I want to thank um, AKM Sports Cards for this submission via Instagram, tagging me in this reel. Um, and this is what his premium pack looked like. So you get a nice premium pack box, uh, within that box, you get at least one slab. You get several hobby packs of different releases and you get some singles. And in this case, AKM Sports Cards was in uh, our break on the show that we did a couple of weeks ago with Lefty and Chad, where we broke the uh, Bowman Inception and we broke the uh, 1990 NBA hoops courtesy of Chad Gill. So, um, appreciate AKM sports cards, uh, sharing this on Instagram, the reel of him opening up the sports card strategy show, nooffseason.com premium member, premium pack also in partnership with gray bows. Thank you to gray bows for their, uh, contributions to the premium pack. It's a mix of singles slabs and premium wax from Graybos as well as myself at nooffseason.com. So really appreciate you sharing that on Instagram and uh, encourage all of you to check out nooffseason.com so you can get your premium pack. And uh, all right, without further ado, bringing us home, 4th of July week, oh my shoes. Shoes, take it away, man. 4th to all of you. Let's do it. For those of you listening on Apple and Spotify, Shoes just lit off some fireworks. Now he's got index cards where he's trying to figure right. out where he's going to go next. So 
He's not going to a snorkeling convention. Definitely not. Not going right? to a taco truck. Not going to a baseball game. Maybe soon. Where's he going? To the cake. Forgetting something? Oh yeah. Let's go. Let's start off with Mrs. Hughes cards this morning. Alrighty. Totally not reading off a card again. We have a silver rated rookie 2018 Harrison Bader. Now I could be starting off episode 10 with a botch name. Is it Bader? I believe it's Bader. It's Bader. You got it. You nailed it. Mrs. Shoes, you tell us. <laughs> These things range from 99 cents to $2. Next up, we have a 2022 Optic Bomb Squad Shoei Otani. Also known as Shohei Otani. Not just no, Shoei. She's been... But you going after this guy recently, and why let's not? Let's go, Mr. Shoes. Good the, work. One of the greatest ball players that's ever touched the MLB. <laughs> so, good job, Mr. Shoes, on that. Love and I Eric believe those are going to be from three to five dollars. So, good job, Mr. Shoes. Last up, she has a 2015 Topps first pitch Tony Hawk. Now I it's believe cool it's, just, it's just the base, so nothing special, refractory, or shiny. We do like pro. We 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 are some ex skaters around the shoes household, so we we always are looking for some pro skater type of sports card, I guess. So next up, we're gonna go to Junior Shoes. Let's go. Junior Shoes, you've been impressing me. You really have. You really have. Anytime I go into his section to pull out cards to show you guys, I'm always impressed. First up, we have a 2020-2021 Mosaic Basketball Tyrese Halliburton of the Rookie Card Variety in this beautiful pink camo prism. Junior Shoes, you've done well. These things sell from anywhere from three to nine dollars. I'm gonna go ahead and stop the used car car salesman voice for you. Junior shoes, I believe he paid I think he paid a buck or two for this card, so man, good job. Up next we have another 2020-2021 Tyrese Halliburton rookie card, but this one's from the Panini Draft Picks. This is a card number 50, and I believe it's just the green variation. He got, I believe he got this for a dollar as well. These things range anywhere from 99 cents to $2. Junior Shoes, you've been doing, you've been doing good here lately. This last one was an, was another good, was a banger in my eyes, because I believe he got it for a dollar. It is an Anthony Edwards, or sorry, it is a 2021, 20, or 2020-2021 Pity Draft Picks Crusade Anthony Edwards Red, White, and Blue Prism. Number 81. Very, very neat card. Got it for a buck. 
these things go for anywhere from a buck to four bucks. So junior shoes, I believe anything that you've kind of picked up here lately has been in the green for you. And I'm very proud of you, son. <sighs> My cards are next. I don't think I'm ready for this. Are you? Let's go. Can't find my phone. It wasn't under there. Oh, there it is. All right, cool. Okay. Last but not least, my card, guys. My cards. <clears throat> Do words ever work for you guys? They don't work for me. First up, we have this 2013 Panini's Absolute Heroes Marshall Falk Game Worn Patch. I will say again, game worn patch. And in my opinion, this is just my opinion, just my opinion. Marshall Fox, one of the best running backs who has ever touched the field. He really has. Like, I don't care what any Madden curse you guys have to say. The Madden curse didn't work on him. Like, dude ran the ball all the time. Didn't stop until he retired. So, <laughs> game worn patch and... Um, there was a story, I believe, one time Lefty was telling, and he was talking about dog-tailing an ear. Or do, do, <laughs> he was talking about dropping a card and called it, uh, he dog-eared it or some crap like that. And I was like, no, I did that to this Marshall Fault card because I was so excited when I got out of my car. It just fell out. So, crapzilla, right? Crapzilla. <laughs> All right, guys, last but not least, it's really not even a sports card, but I found it to be cool because I've kept up with it for so long. Last up, we have a 1993 MTV Beavis and Butthead promotion card. This was the card that they sent out in Wizard Magazine. So if you think, if, if you think, if you think about it, this is the rookie card. <laughs> so it's pretty rad i've had this thing since i was a kid i was born in 1993 and uh i've had this thing since i can remember really and doing research for this show i found out that it goes anywhere from two to ten dollars and the most comp the most recent comps going for around ten dollars so cool on that I never know how to send these things off, but episode 10, guys. I can't believe we're already here. You guys have a great week. I'll see you next time. It's episode 11, sir. Shoes. Hard to follow that, man. That's why he ends the show every week. Um, great work, Shoes. The Beavis and Butthead card is pretty cool. Um, I would hold on to that one if I were you. Uh, I think that could be one that over the long term could end up being uh, super rare and potentially sought after. We'll see. But uh, love the uh, always always a good variety from the shoes. Got a game worn patch. Got some cards from Junior Shoes, Mrs. Shoes. Good to see Leslie in the house today. And uh, got some skater cards, the Tony Hawk. Uh, love it. Really, really cool. Um, all right, everybody. Um, <laughs> Thanks so much for watching and listening to the Sports Card Strategy Show and Tell. I'm Paul Hickey with NoOffSeason.com. Um, we will see you again soon. One real quick housekeeping note is that uh, we'll be back full strength on Monday with myself, Lefty, and Chad. And then we are going to start to incorporate uh, a segment that 
we used to love called the gauntlet. So if you know us from back in the day, a couple of years ago, uh, the gauntlet will be familiar to you. But uh, if you don't know the gauntlet, stay tuned for Monday's show. And then we're going to start answering premium member questions on the Overflow Show. The first Overflow Show will air this Tuesday. So get your questions over to me uh, through the website at nooffseason.com. You know where to find it. Click the submit your question here. I will get it answered on the Overflow Show on Tuesday. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a good one. We'll see you Monday. I'm Paul Hickey with nooffseason.com. Have a great day.